Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Thank you so much for joining Michigan Minds. I'm so excited to talk with you today and learn from you. So I want to just jump right in. Can you introduce yourself to me and our audience and share a little bit about your role at the University of Michigan? My name is Alex Bryan. I am the Student Life Sustainability Manager, uh, so focusing across uh, all of student life to support our energy and efforts to further sustainability on campus and, and with our students. For context, student life are a lot of those units that engage students outside the classroom. So thinking like housing, dining, rec sports, Trotter Multicultural Center, uh, International Center, University Health Services, right, on and on, you, you name it. And so we have a really unique position to engage with students daily, right? They eat with us, they sleep in the spaces we have, they, they work out in the spaces we have. So we have a really high level of touch points with students and with campus and with a lot of staff in our, our areas. And why is it important to connect students at U of M with operations? Yeah, um, so we, we just have such a amazing opportunity for, for real world experience, right? So U of M is a, is a small city. There's tens of thousands of us here. We have our own power plant, transportation department, um, you know, millions, 36, 38 million square foot of building space within campus. I mean, that's, it offers an amazing opportunity to take an insight into how things work. Uh, that we can leverage this uh, goal of, of research and education on top of that operation space, right? You know, we have a fun program, the Planet Blue Student Leaders, right? These are uh, student peer educators that promote sustainable living behavior on campus. Um, they engage in a creation of multimedia content like blogs and uh, podcasts and, and focus on the, these year-long behavior change campaigns. Um, and one of the campaigns this last year was called Laundry Buddies, uh, kind of fun, fun little name that encourages students to pair up with each other, right? So link up, like find a buddy, fill up the laundry machine so that you're not running it half empty, connect with them, socialize a bit, you know, and so we, from the operations lens, we get students who are now reducing water, uh, we're socializing and connecting them, we're building community. Uh, and, and the students get to practice their, their behavior change campaign and, and utilizing this community-based social marketing techniques, which they can then apply both to later years, right? These are mostly first and second year students, so they apply to later years in school and then, and then beyond, right? And they take that out into their real world afterwards. And so we get to, to stack this um, education on top of our operations. And the, this is what we call the, the campus as lab or the living learning lab, you know? So how do we, how do we think about leveraging our sustainability opportunities onto the the core operations to make the university function. Can you elaborate on that concept of campus as lab approach? Yeah, so I can give another good example here. I think it helps encapsulate that. And uh, one of our experiential and leadership development programs is the UM Sustainable Food Program or UMSFP. Uh, this started in, in 2012 or thereabouts. It was an, initially a, an outgrowth of an idea from an Environment 391 class, an undergrad class that then became a, a master's thesis for the School for Environment and Sustainability, a team of students. Uh, and they put together a pitch that said, you know what, we, we kind of learn about food systems in our classes, but we wanna play with that 
on on campus. We want we want this to be real and actualized. So the they created a program that fosters collaborative leadership uh, to support a more just and sustainable food system on campus. Um, that, that leadership is a paid team of students. They work closely with the campus farm, the Maison Blue Cupboard, which is our food pantry, uh, and over 20 different student orgs. And, and they hold a few large annual events, uh, the Harvest Fest in the fall and um, at the Kim's Farm and, and Rooting for Change, which is a summit focused on food justice in, in the spring. Uh, and then during the, the summer and fall, they, they operate a farm stand now, uh, started this last year, uh, selling campus farm produce to, to students and, and other folks on campus. And providing some educational content along the way, like following the path of a tomato from the, you know, the grocery store and maybe grown in California or a tomato that's grown on the campus farm. And what did it take to get to, to where it is in, in your hand or on your plate? So this, you know, this sort of student-led program is started in a classroom and then gets to be applied on, onto campus, right? Uh, this group, they founded the campus farm uh, a few years ago in partnership with Matha Botanical Gardens, uh, Nicholas Arboretum, and then they also co-founded the, the Maison Blue Cupboard, our food pantry on campus, right? And so that to me, the campus as lab approach allows us to take our, our operations, stack on an educational opportunity, connect to classroom and, and uh, other um, sort of co-curricular learning spaces, um, and then help students build and imagine and dream into these fun things that become actualized in a way that benefit campus, right? Or, or have the potential to scale in the communities around us, right? So we can kind of stack up our, our creative genius with the students, our, our expertise and, and our staff, and, and then like the top tier researchers and academicians of this university, that's a win-win-win, right? So let's like try and encourage that as much as possible in my mind. That's so fascinating how all of that is integrated into, you know, this one really cohesive kind of approach and streamlined into these different components of life at U of M. And I had no idea that all of those things were so intertwined. So why is it important to have a multidisciplinary effort like this at U of M? Yeah, so sustainability is super complex, right? Who would have thought? Um, and and it's also greater than converting, you know, to LEDs or, or composting. You know, those are those are really important things. We have to do that work if we're going to achieve carbon neutrality and and move the needle in sustainability. But if we disconnect the environmental work from the social impacts of sustainability, the the humanity part of this, we're only really addressing part of the issue. It's you know, if we're going to achieve carbon neutrality at U of M or in the world. Uh, hopefully, then, you know, it's going to take lots of talents and skills. And, and I think so when we can have folks contribute, no matter what they're doing, it, that's the only way we're, we're going to get and achieve this massive goal that's set out in front of us. You know, I think a lot of the same factors that go into the exploitation of the planet are also those same factors that we see overlap with exploitation of people. So when we take this broader lens of a view on sustainability, we're able to connect uh, and move the needle on not just the environmental portion of sustainability, but also our diversity, equity, inclusion, and, and justice goals on campus and, and in the world, and, and really on our, our health and wellness and well-being. We, we try to connect these dots both for ourselves and our students and, and allow them to contribute no matter what background they're coming from. Um, to that end, we, we have a fun new program um, 
the Excellence and Sustainability Honors Corps program that tries to highlight the diversity of students that are focusing on sustainability. Um, they apply to get a unique handmade cord and, and join a network of other grads. And to join, they participate in a variety of sustainability activities, programs, internships, jobs, academic studies, all that are focused around multidisciplinary learning while they're on campus and spending their time here. Uh, and, and they try to accrue a certain number of points from a, a list of activities in that space. So the cords themselves are, are made of sheep's wool from Michigan, milled in Frankenmuth, dyed with goldenrod from the uh, camp, uh, from Mathai Botanical Gardens and indigo from the, the campus farm. And then they're hand braided by students and, and some of our, our interns and, and staff and partners. Uh, and we've been working closely with the Fiber Studio at, at Stamps and, and Professor Joe Trumpy uh, at Stamps and at, at the Program in the Environment as well uh, to design them. And so the excitement from the students has been incredible, right? We, we have over 280 students this year that are um, going to receive a cord, be a part of this program, and maybe half are coming from the traditional environmental fields and backgrounds, right? So we have PhD student, master's students, undergrad. Uh, we have folks from school, music, theater, and dance, nursing school, business school, engineering, LSA, and, and um, I, I think English Lit, right? So. You, you name it, and the students are uh, in that field of study. I'm sure we've got, got one in there. I think it's really fun to see a student who has not really studied um, sustainability formally in the classroom, but has been given these opportunities to engage in sustainability through an internship with us or another partner uh, and contribute to our carbon neutrality or sustainability goals from their unique lens and, and their background. Uh, and, and that way we can all sort of be involved in that space. That's really cool to hear. What an incredible program. Yeah, yeah, I think it's um, a, a overwhelming response from students from across disciplines and in a way that that's what we hoped for. We never knew that's what we were going to get out of it, right? Like it was just, um, yeah, blew me away. So Alex, what are some changes that students at U of M are working to impact? Yeah, I, I think um, there's some really fun things happening right now with art and culture to, to sort of humanize this work. Again, the students are, in my mind, often leading the, the conversation, leading the direction uh, and connecting the, these issues across disciplines. So. Um, we have an internship program right now and, and a few interns that focus on and hiring on arts and cultural organizers to engage in the humanities and, and help us enrich our, our events with music, theater, art. Our, our current student is role, Cameron Wilson, is graduating from uh, School of Music, Theater and Dance this uh, semester and has booked musicians at Harvest Fest or connected with the Arts Initiative, another presidential-wide initiative uh, to support talks at our Sustainable Food Summit. Um, and, and his whole goal is to, to bring joy to the uh, spaces that we're working in, right? Like to just overall bring joy to something that can be really hard and, and depressing at times, right? Like climate change is real, it's bad. Uh, it, it doesn't pretend a, a great future for us, you know, especially the younger you are. And so it, it's something that our students uh, that we all have to deal with and, and that, uh, that pessimism really shows up more and more as, as you know, folks are younger in, in the forms of eco-anxiety or eco-grief, right? So, you know, you can imagine if we have folks from all over the world, U of M's a global campus and students are attending and, and they're 
home is on fire in California or uh, there are extreme weather events and flooding in Australia or hurricane um, in Louisiana. These are all connected to climate change. They, they send, they, it's a great sense of loss that can come out of experiencing and watching this, um, these weather events happen. And, and as our climate changes, we, we begin to grieve for the, the spaces around us. If we focus too much on that, on the negative, then, then we paralyze ourselves to be able to, to take on um, these big issues that are presented in front of us. So we, we have to figure out how to move forward and find some hope uh, and, and joy in those spaces. You know, without that, we we it would lead to burnout, right? So and and um, yeah, I think that the the students in particular are younger and more optimistic. That's generally true. And then when we can push into these spaces, the the art, the culture, to um, have them connect across each other, and then connect across disciplines again, uh, we bring a creativity to the plate in helping encourage solutions that we just would never have thought of to to these big problems presented in front of us. I want to hone in on that, um, yeah. the hopefulness and the, you know, in, empowering change um, part of that. And where else on campus does that kind of hope exist? Yeah, I think, you know, um, University of Michigan generally is, is such a, a unique position to provide hope. You know, our, our mission is nested in this ideas of education, research, and, and serving the public good. Uh, you know, allows for uh, each day to, to just be a little bit better to make improvements or changes in our lives or the spaces we, we can control. So we, we have this opportunity to lead by example and, and push ourselves and, and the institution to an equitable and just future. So I think when the students and faculty and staff and our community is, is calling for a better future, then um, we can take the steps to, to get there and, um, you know, uniquely positioned for that to happen. I think I find hope that our, our goals for carbon neutrality are, are aggressive, but doable, right? Like they, they're faster than what the IPCC has laid out. We're really taking what I believe are, are fairly aggressive steps forward, uh, but they still live in the realm of, of possible, right? It's not like tomorrow we're gonna flip a switch and be carbon neutral. I just wouldn't believe that, right? Um, so, when we can leverage that creativity and passion of our students and again, the expertise of our faculty and staff, I get a lot of hope working with folks that can dream up and then actualize and create those dreams and hopes on campus and on the communities and in the communities we work with. I think that the campus farm shows up as a really good example to me where there's hope uh, in that nobody, when they started a small community garden in 2008, would have thought we'd have a world-class you know, campus farm that's um, pumping out research and over $100,000 a year in, in produce to Michigan dining to serve students on campus. And, and so it took yeah, day by day, year by year, working towards and engaging our, our faculty, our staff, our students, uh, and dreaming together and finding that hope together to create a space that is now, you know, top notch and, and contributing greatly to our, our um, sustainability goals and, and dreams on campus. And with that significant you know, dedication and commitment and passion from the students who you work with, I'm sure that you know, there's also this 
feeling of you know longevity that they'll continue working on this and and take it forward and so i'm sure working with students as often as you do and with as many students as you do gives you a little bit uh more insight into you know how how is all of this going to unfold how are we going to continue this research and scholarship that we do here so that must be a really great position yeah one of the one of the more rewarding things that I have about my job is hear from a student a couple of years later who are um, you know either looking for a reference to move on to a, a new job because they have just been rocking it at their uh, sustainability position in a dining program and you know a different university or they're um, you know looking to go back to school for their PhD or just just sharing like hey like I'm doing really great work and helping make the planet better in this community that I'm out and I think that's that's fun when you can see that that U of M impact across the the globe and and watch our students go out and and lead in those other spaces because they were able to experiment and have the test bed uh, that we provide at, at U of M for them to go make that difference elsewhere. That's wonderful. Alex, thank you so much for all of this information. Is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap up today? Yeah, I think, you know, there there's a lot of ha stuff happening on campus uh, and uh, in at U of M uh, coming out of our our um, schools and colleges and, and different research. Planetblue.umich.edu is is like the site. I try to encourage folks to to get to to see what's going on, who to connect with. You know, so often we'll have students reach out and be like, you know, it would be really great if we we could just compost in our dining halls. And I'm like, you know, we're actually already doing that, right? Like cool, what do you want to do next, right? And so I, I'm always trying to encourage our students and folks working with to like figure out where we're at and then let's move it, let's move that needle further, right? So great, we've got composting on campus, check. Like what's next? How do we how do we keep moving that forward? Um, because sustainability is it's not an endpoint, right? It's, it's a journey and, and we're always gonna kind of be on that journey. But if we aren't continuing to take steps forward, then we're, we're stalling out. So I think um, just encourage folks to see what's happening in, in their community and their spaces and then ask how to get involved, ask what could be next um, and push those bounds. Fantastic, thank you. And we will link to planetblue.umesh.edu in the show notes and in the article that we'll share with this podcast as well. Alex, I want to thank you so much for your time today. It has been an absolute joy to talk with you and hear about all of the amazing things that are going on on campus in this area, so thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.